Working on Wall Street as a financial planner has its own special kind of stress. But while there, Annette Eckhart was blindsided by an illness that came on suddenly and quickly disabled her. But it's what happened afterward that was truly miraculous. God healed Annette. But that wasn't the end of the story. She went back to work, and then she had a major debilitating car accident. It was one thing after another. But God came through for Annette. Today, as a result of all that, she and her husband, Ed, founded a global ministry called Bridge for Peace. And God is still doing the miraculous through their ministry around the world. This podcast was recorded on site in our editorial office. So we'll ask you to be a little bit patient if you hear some background noise. Stay with us now to learn more on Charisma Connection. This episode is brought to you by the ebook Revelatory Combat by Ryan Lestrange. Revelatory Combat is a concise look into the prophetic ministry and the partnership between prophets and apostles. It provides clarity for the battle facing the church in this hour. Ryan Lestrange and Charisma Magazine are proud to offer you a year-long subscription of Charisma Magazine, as well as a download of Revelatory Combat for only $20. If you'd like to take part in this offer, be sure to visit combat.charismamag.com or call 1-800-749-6500 and mention the word combat. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Annette Eckhart is an author and co-founder of Bridge for Peace, an interdenominational nonprofit ministry that ministers in the name of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining us, Annette. Thanks, Chris. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, it's great to be with you, too. And I think uh, Bridge for Peace is, is something that uh, we really need to know about. Could you tell us how your organization began? Sure. Uh, we began, we're over 30 years old now, and it began really with my own struggle with rheumatoid arthritis. I was in my 30s and I was crippled with rheumatoid arthritis. It was heavy, sudden onset. So I was uh, working on Wall Street firm that, at that time as a financial planner, and this came on these very suddenly, very quickly, uh, a lot of pain, very very uh, disabled very quickly. And the doctor said, it's, um, you know, there's no hope for that. There's no cure. And so I went to healing service. I was prayed for. And in, uh, there was an immediate change within my own heart, not in my physical body, but in my own heart. And in eight months, I came off of all of my prescription medication. I was totally healed. And I uh, went back to my work full time. And then I had a car accident. And doctors said I would be bedridden. I was having seizures. Every nerve ending was screaming. Even taking nutrition, my body couldn't absorb it. I could eat, but my body couldn't get anything good out of it. And uh, so we turned, my husband Ed and myself, we turned to the Lord again because it was the same diagnosis. Um, you know, it's like you're alive, but you aren't. You know. Mm -hmm. and, there's no function. There's no ability to function. I could never be alone by myself in the house um, because uh, mentally I have a lot of brain injuries. So uh, I've gone to Jesus, and now I'm going out in the name of Jesus Christ, our Bridge for Peace, and we've established Bridge on five continents and totally restored through the miracle-working power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's how we began because in that time of recovery, the Lord said, 
let go of your licenses, you're not going back. And so that's what happens. <laughs> Here that we are. Is amazing. <laughs> so you had arthritis, you said, and then it was an accident. So two different, yeah. very serious uh, illnesses with, with brain injury, even. Yeah, and I had brain injury even earlier. When I was 19 years old, I went through uh, a windshield. So mm. brain injury there also. But, um, you know, that's why we have such faith and we have just such hope for people because I know Jesus was the answer for me in post-traumatic stress disorder. Jesus was the answer for me. He's still the answer today. So we have a ministry of hope just to bring hope to people. We thank God for doctors, Chris. You know, we have our own surgical medical mission team that goes out into the field and does free surgeries in Africa and South America. So we, we thank God for doctors, but um, we know, and even our doctors will say, they can stitch you up, but they can't make you heal. So it's every healing comes from Jesus Christ. And we know that through the power of his cross, it's a gift that he offers to everyone. Well, that's wonderful news, isn't it? Yes. And we get that through the blood of Jesus on the cross. So yes. you're, you said you're on five continents today. Now, is that a lot of different aspects of your ministry, or is it one, like you mentioned, the medical missions? Do you have the medical missions in some certain country? How does that work? The, the medical mission team is based in America. We're based here in New York. And from New York, they go out to both uh, South America and Africa, but the bases, when I speak about the Bridge of Peace bases on every continent, those are people who have been raised up as Bridge for Peace, uh, and they're also responding to the call that we have, which is healing to the nations through Jesus Christ. And it came as we were invited to different nations to do ministry. Every now and then it would happen that people would raise up and say, we're going to be Bridge for Peace now here. And that's how it happened for us. We never knew. We never imagined. The Lord had told us people were going to come right to our doorstep without any advertisement. People were just going to find us that we're in need of healing and um, restoration from all over the world, which is what happened. We had people from all over the world come to our doorstep. He never once told us that he was sending us to the nations. Once he saw to send us to the nations and people that would come around for the ministry time would just say we can do it we're going to be bridge for peace and then that's what happened and that's how we established on five continents those are bridge for peace bases people that function as bridge for peace on five different continents today and Talking about specific countries, I understand you're headed to Uganda this month. Uh, tell us about what's going on with B4P Uganda. Yeah, Bridge Peace Uganda has been a really extraordinary. We've been there since 2006, and we now have a, a Bridge for Peace Children's Village, which is mm -hmm. our village. We have 41 children there. We have 14 high schools that we support. They're in boarding school. And we also are building our own school right now. There's been a great explosion, you know, as we just empower people. That's the heart in Bridge, not that they should be looking for the Americans to come back. But we empower and equip them through our materials, like Foundations for Healing. That's our basic Bible study to equip people 
which goes through the, the power of the cross, the resurrection, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and releasing people into ministry and healing and deliverance. So they have gone and taken that in different areas in Africa, and now with this work of raising the children, when we go in two weeks, I've rewritten our course, um, Foundation for Healing, for seven-year-olds. I'll begin training our children at the Bridge of Peace Children's Village in the scriptural foundation for healing through Jesus Christ. Oh, I always think it's wonderful when the children get to learn so early on about the Holy Spirit and how he can operate through them. It is wonderful. And our children already are known in the area. People come to the village for prayer, our children pray for people and see people healed. But even, you know, another exciting thing at the village, Chris, is we had a Muslim woman come. She had a child who was having seizures. She heard about the village and she came and they prayed for the little boy. He stopped having the seizures, but Mama wanted to become a Christian. Hmm. And she then came back with her friends when my husband Ed and myself were there. They wanted to see us. And they can come to the children's village. They couldn't come to a church. As Muslim women, it would be very dangerous for them. But they mm -hmm. could come to the children's village. And we were able to pray for them there. And they received Jesus and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So, God, you know, you never know what God's doing when he builds this. You have no idea what his purposes are, but our children are drawing people um, from from across the uh, area there to come in order to help the children before going away, having received so much more than they can before. Uh, this is not normally what you hear about an orphanage, is it? So true, Chris. <laughs> mm. True. <laughs> yes. They grew up praying for one another. They used to have a lot of coughs and different things going through the village, and they start praying for one another. Now our children, even children, we have one little boy who came to us who was the size of a water bottle. And they said, could this baby, could this baby live? And they said, we're going to declare life over him. And you would not know if you would see him today. You wouldn't see any difference in him than from any of the other kids. And sometimes we'll have, like, the children with enlarged heads will be really concerned. And they grow into them. I mean, we, all the, huh. even if we have a little girl, her mom died protecting her in a fire. She was severely burned and we were really concerned. Thankfully, we have a plastic surgeon on our medical mission team. So we showed him the photos and he said, well, nothing as of yet needed to be done, but maybe in the future. Well, last time we were there, her little arm is stretching despite all the scar tissue she has on her arm and her leg. It's stretching. She's her limbs are moving. It's just it's just miraculous. We thank Jesus Christ. Oh, how wonderful! So, can you share some uh, example of the demonstration of God's power through Bridge of Peace in other places as well? Oh yes, we have um, right here where we live in New York. Uh, we were asked if we would pray for a chaplain in the local hospital when we came for prayer. He was blind. In one eye, he had undergone several operations, and they weren't able to see his vision. And uh, that was his left eye. And now he was uh, in a state because they said the same thing was going to happen to his right eye. 
So he came for prayer and we prayed, you know, we covered the good eye and we prayed and we asked him, you know, what he could see, couldn't see anything whatsoever. And then we prayed for him again and he was able to see some color. And then we prayed a third time and he was able to read and he was totally restored through the power of the blood of Jesus. And then the next time we saw him, he wasn't even wearing eyeglasses. He said he usually needed eyeglasses for the other eye, but even that eye was healed. That he didn't even need eyeglasses. So, oh, how about that? And it's always interesting to me to see this progression. How sometimes the healing is not automatic; it's not instant, but it may happen as you persevere in prayer. Yes, yes. You know my own story of being prayed for for a rheumatoid arthritis, it was eight months. I came, it was a gradual decrease, but it was eight months until I was off of all of my prescription medications. So that was my story as well. So that's what's built perseverance into us. I see, yes. So is there a particular project that's close to your heart today as in terms of Bridge of Peace, Bridge for Peace and where you're working? Yes, absolutely. Right now, um, we've been working it to, as the Lord gave it to us, to save lives and to save souls. So we've been working um, to educate people and deliver people from the spirit of suicide. Mm. Understanding that, thank God for doctors, psychiatrists, mental health workers, thank God for all of that. But that God has shown us how suicide is a spirit. And people need to have that component in their toolbox to understand that there's a spirit of death, there's a spirit of suicide, there's a spirit of depression, and that we as Christians need to educate people to understand that there are demonic spirits on the earth today who are active. And we see right in our area here in New York, really, and in the United States, actually, you can read in the papers, they'll say epidemic proportions of what's happening in that arena. So our heart is to release the educational scripture education that people should understand suicide is a spirit, and then the tools to deal with the spirit of suicide. And actually, in Uganda, I just got a text message from them today because they know of the work, but no one talks about suicide work. When they had a, a meeting, mentioned it, there were people that finally were able to identify that it is a problem, admit the extent of the problem, and ask us to come as Bridge for Peace to preach that message in different communities to save lives and to save souls. Well, and you mentioned suicide, but you also talked about PTSD earlier, and those two things often go together, don't they? Absolutely, they do. PTSD is huge. And I just prayed with a, a young woman. Her car accident was about a year ago. She survived the car accident, but now she's starting to pick at her skin, pull out her hair. Her mom's beside herself. I just met with her uh, just a couple of days ago, and I said, there's hope for you in Jesus Christ. Thank God for your psychiatrist. Thank God for your medication. But there is hope for you in Jesus Christ, and I know it because I've lived through it. And we have a lot of resources. I was sharing with her a lot of resources that can help her um, to overcome through the power of Jesus. Excellent. Well, I could tell that God is certainly using you and using your ministry. You and Ed together also are. Uh, 
leading this ministry, Bridge for Peace. How can people find out more about your ministry? Bridgeforpeace.org. Well, that's easy. Bridgeforpeace.org. Bridgeforpeace.org. That's Jesus Christ. He's the only way to peace. He is our bridge for peace. And um, today, I think this is what people are looking for. Everyone's looking for peace. And we don't have to look any further than Jesus. So uh, bridgeforpeace.org, the name of Jesus Christ, our bridge for peace. And there's lots of resources. And you can write to us or telephone us for prayer. We're very happy to pray with anyone who would like prayer. Um, we also have intercessors if you want to email, if you want to email in. Your prayer requests, we will keep that in our intercession baskets throughout our prayer meetings. So there's many ways if um, anyone listening today, if you go on to bridgeforpeace.org, I'm sure you'll find something that can help you. Excellent. Would you mind closing us out in prayer? Thank you, Chris. That's an honor. Lord, we just thank you that you are a bridge for peace. Thank you, Lord, that the bridge, the purpose of the bridge is to take us places where we couldn't go in our own strength. So we thank you, Jesus, that you came from heaven to earth to build a bridge, a bridge for us, a bridge for peace. We thank you, Jesus, even as you know the hearts of all those that are listening, you know the need. And we praise you, Jesus, because you met that need at the cross. We thank you, Lord God, that in our situation today, we can often be confused and at a loss, but you, Jesus, never are. You're not confused. You don't uh, worry. You don't say, well, what do I do next? You've got a plan. And I thank you, Lord, that you've got a perfect plan for each one listening today plan to be a blessing in their lives, Lord God, for the future and hope. So we thank you for that plan, Lord, and we want to embrace that plan today. I want to pray that each one hearing today would receive from you, Lord Jesus, to receive. I thank you, Lord, that even though we are not worthy in ourselves, you made us worthy by your blood. And what you want, Lord, is for us to receive your love. So thank you, Lord, that it does not depend on us but it depends on you. And in your name, Lord, as your servant, I release your healing grace to all those listening today to be able to take the next step that you invite them to. Lord, some don't know you. They know your name, but they don't know you. So I thank you that today all that we need to do is ask you, Jesus, to lead us, ask you to be our God, ask you to be our Savior. And then a whole new world opens step by step. So we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, because when we call on you, you answer us and show us great and mighty things. And Lord, I thank you that even though today there might not be any flashes of lightning from heaven, that the reality is when we ask you to lead us, Lord, you begin to put things into place. You begin to put people into our spheres. You do things, Lord, extraordinarily that later we can look back and say that was God. That was God. Lord, I pray that today someone will hear this podcast and say that it's for them, that it's from you to them. And I thank you, Jesus Christ, that you are and always will be our bridge for peace. And I pray in your name, Lord Jesus Christ, amen. May it be so. Amen. Thank you so much, Annette Eckhart, for joining us today on Charisma Connection. 
Thank you, Chris, and God bless you. I appreciate that. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit today on Charisma Connection. If you'd like to learn more about the guests we have here on the show, please visit cpnshows.com. And while you're there, check out our other podcasts, including A Word in Season with Dr. Doug Stringer of Somebody Cares. That's cpnshows.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.